Welcome, my darling pretties, to our Beyond the Dawn of Business podcast for pretty empowered female entrepreneurs. It's time to step into your power, pretties, lift each other, support the squad, and choose a life filled with the autonomy and freedom to live your dreams. I'm your host, Dawn Beth, owner and founder of Beyond the Dawn Digital Business Brand and Agency. My coffee is hot and my eyelashes are on, so we are ready to go. Hi and welcome to today's episode. Today I want to talk to you about our belief system. This isn't something that is a new thing for me to talk about. This is something that we have spoken about quite regularly And it's something that I really feel needs to be revisited and very much so at the moment. So first of all, if you're new to working with me or speaking with me, you might think to yourself, why is Dawn talking about a belief system? Like, what is the actual point of that conversation? Are we talking about spirituality? Are we talking about faith? What is it that we're actually discussing here? And all of those are really, really fantastic questions and things that should be explored. Because when we talk about belief, quite often that triggers an immediate personal feeling towards perhaps um, a religion. Okay, talking about belief is something that people do when we're talking about religion, when we're talking about the rules that we use to live our life and these things naturally come up for us in those sorts of discussion. Now everybody knows about cults, everybody knows about religions, everybody knows about people or themselves who have a devout situation where they pour their entire essence and energy into a belief system. That's not something that is a secret. We've all heard of these things. If we haven't heard of them, we know somebody who practices within them. If we don't know somebody who practices within them, then we definitely have experienced something of it ourselves, or we've seen it on movies and books, that kind of thing. It's not a secret. When you come to me and you tell me your dreams and you tell me what you want to do with your life and the purpose behind you as a person being here on this planet during this time, so often the power of that is given to other external factors. So we give the power to our financial situation. We give the power to consumers who might want to work with us, people who might want to book on or buy. We give the power to the people around us who we are spending our lives with, our families, our friends, our partners, our children. We also give the power to people who teach us like coaches and mentors and other things. Now, the problem with that power and your external environment being given that power is that you're kind of robbing yourself of having control of that and having an essence of belief in your own situation that will allow for you to really fully embrace the opportunities that are out there for you 
by you, with you, in your control. I really do believe that your environment matters. It, it makes a difference. And I think that you need to tweak your environment and you need to tweak the, the, the people that you're with to make sure that you're optimising everything you possibly can to be able to go ahead and have the right energy around you. But I don't believe that the power in the results, the power in the experience is actually made from those external factors. I think it's what you do with them and what you create from inside and how you deal with them that actually does that. And the reason why this feeds into belief is that what we believe and what we think has more bearing on our mental brain neurological psychology than a lot of people give it credit for. So for instance, let's talk about Father Christmas. Let's talk about Santa. If you were brought up in a household where you were told the story about St. Nicholas, you were told the story about how Santa Claus was a real magical being and that every Christmas he would come down the chimney and drop off presents for good boys and girls and that he knew whether you were naughty or nice and he was all seeing, all magical and that story has stuck with you. If you're the type of person that grew up with that story and you knew about that as a child, then that's amazing. Maybe a little disclaimer if you're listening to this podcast with children, uh, perhaps just switch it off. (laughs) Um, So our belief system was activated within that story, okay? There were a number of different things that connected us to the feeling of that magic and that story. And it comes through the belief system. Now, when you're little, you're not really looking to prove every single thing like a scientist. Okay, and I consider myself to be a scientist. I love data. I work on straight up facts. I like to see evidence in front of me. I work with what I can see. I work with what I can feel. I work with what the senses tell me. However, there is an element of understanding that our electromagnetism as a human is affected by the way the neurons in our brains work, the way that electrical system in our brains work can be altered by what we think, what we say, but more importantly, what we're fully embodying, fully believing fully committing devoutly to, okay? Which means, for instance, if he was to take this as a bit of a kind of life methodology, for instance, you might actually be able to say, like, I know that God exists because you believe he does to somebody who perhaps is a devout Christian, Without saying your God doesn't exist or I don't believe in your God or whatever, you would have the opportunity to open up that non-judgment, complete acceptance of somebody somebody else's belief system in a way that we're all living 
this life through our own perception. The brain is our computer and how we compute what's happening around us and what, you know, is real or not real is actually it. That's it. Your brain decides what's happening, okay? What you feed your brain is important. Now, I'm not talking about nutrition. Maybe I'm talking about soul nutrition, but I'm not talking about actual food. I'm talking about the way in which there is a genuine opportunity to feed your brain a belief system that works for you. Like we did with Santa. Why did we believe in Santa? Why do I still believe in Santa? He's a rock star. Well, first of all, there was a benefit to believing, okay? We all know that. If you believe in Santa and you're a good person, presents will arrive. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. That makes perfect sense. Okay. So it's worth it. It's important. There's a motivation behind it. So using that same thought process, that same methodology, is there a benefit for you in having a devout belief system that supports what you want out of your life, what you want out of your business, what you want out of your relationships? And the answer to that is an almost unequivocal, absolutely yes. So what if in some of the time that we spend on our productivity, some of the time we spend on our visibility, not suggesting that you stop being visible, that's against my whole ethos, you know, but what if you actually gave yourself a pocket of time where you worked on your belief system, where you broke down the areas of self-doubt and rebuilt them like Lego into that essence of belief in your own ability, in belief in you being able to stumble against the right opportunity, the belief that even if you do take a misstep in any element of your existence, whether it be your relationships, your finances, your location, a tragic situation that's happened to you or um, you know, some a relationship that's broken down or a mistake that you've made. Maybe you take on a bad client. Maybe you have a situation where you, you don't present yourself at your, as your highest self. Maybe you make a mistake and you're inherently flawed as a human, as we all are. Maybe all of that is part of this. Maybe you can create a belief system that even when those things happen, even when those things occur and they they feel really crummy to you, 
you have the opportunity to find the reasons behind them and believe that you will be able to spin that back into gold. Okay? It's important. I say this saying, and I always say it wrong, and I don't know whether I've said it six billion times on this podcast before. So if you're a binge listener, like lovingly, please forgive me. But the belief system is something that I cannot stop talking about. And the bird that lands on the branch that is not trusting the branch to hold its weight but has belief that if the branch falls away, its wings will catch it, is the strongest being, okay? It's not about getting everything right. It's not about not taking risks. You have to land on the risky branch. You have to land somewhere that is different to what you've known before for you to be able to get a different view. It's not that you think to yourself, wow, I really hope that this is going to work out for me. Hope is a wonderful thing, but hope kind of throws your power away as well. It's like, it's a lovely energy, but it's a bit wishy-washy. Belief in the place of hope, belief in the place of what may feel like a gamble, is a really sturdy, really powerful position to be in, a really powerful position to be in, and something that can't really be taken away once it's been established in a good way. Once it's been established in a stable way, it's very difficult for somebody to shake your belief system, okay? When I work with people, which obviously I do a lot, ridiculous amount of people um, at the moment and we bloody love it. I seem to come up against very similar themes over and over and over and over again. And this makes sense when we're talking about data. It makes sense when we're talking about tech. It makes sense when we're talking about sales processes, gaining clients, knowing what to do with your leads, having a higher conversion rate, building launches, all of that great stuff. Like there's there's almost a maths to it. Like there is a step-by-step. And with psychology, there is a step-by-step. We understand the pathways of why people do certain things. We know how to navigate them in a gentle way without manipulating, but in a gentle way, create a pathway that allows for them to really explore things in the right way for themselves. And that's all kind of a bit of a given. But always makes me ponder is how each one of us have been brought up in different circumstances, different locations, different areas of the globe, with different situations, different parental situations. You know, like when none of us are the same, and yet the belief system or the lack thereof seems to be prevalent in so many of us, as though we were just a copy and paste soul cookie on this planet. We all seem to have a lack, a scarcity. And for us, it shows up in statements such as, I'm not very good at making friends. It shows up in statements such as, I 
don't want to lose this money or I don't trust myself around this money or I never have enough money. It shows itself, it is scarcity, it is lack and it shows itself in these other areas. That's not the root cause, it's not where that actual essence comes from. It comes from this deep set belief Maybe not necessarily that we're not good enough, although many of us do also have that. But it, this this belief system is lacking that we are capable or more than capable. Okay, Like we are, when we want to be, Rumpelstiltskin. We can take any old piece of straw and spin that into gold. We just have to be confident and believe that we can. It's not difficult for us to be able to recognize opportunities. It's not difficult for us to be able to see how something that may not be perfect or ideal can be improved. But there are some key elements that need to be in place there. There needs to be the opportunity for you to self-regulate, so regulate your emotional state because our emotional system is there to keep us safe and keep us alive. But so often in modern life now, it's actually a bit of a block. You can be derailed by anger. You can be derailed by sadness rather than getting to the essence of why those emotions are there, what they mean and how they can be used in a positive way to move things forward. We actually find that they're a bit of a block they stop us a little bit and and they they stunt us and they slow us down we have to be able to check ourselves before we wreck ourselves have to have that level of critical thinking but but self-critical thinking and not not to criticize which I know the language makes it confusing we're not looking to criticize in the way that you would pick something apart you're looking at it almost from an impartial view if you've got the capacity to be able to do that because there's always going to be our own bias as well but you it's a skill you can learn and if that belief system is unwavering and you're not trying to protect yourself from feeling that scarcity and lack of or lack of self-worth that the limitations that you believe previously that you've had If you're not scared and trying to protect that, you're not trying to protect the ego, you can actually explore this in a really beautiful way, in a really, really wonderful way. But it all comes back to that stability, the framework of belief. For instance, if a troll person on the internet tells me I'm a crummy person, I know nothing about my craft, that I'm a charlatan, all of those types of things, like how would that affect me? Well, first and foremost, our disclaimer for me personally, I'm still working on this. I 100% am still working on my own belief system. I had to crash it down to the absolute depths and I crashed it down over the last 20 years. And I'll tell you where the belief system became shaky because as, as a small child, living with my family who are actually very, very loving family. We have our issues as to all families. There's trauma there for all of us. Um, but I'm, I'm very, very lucky. I was born into, um, dependent again, depending on your belief system. Some be- people believe I made a soul contract and I chose my family. And if I did, then good on me, I chose well. 
But I, I had a loving family and I particularly had a father who adored me. And he was a safe emotional energy for me up until the day he passed away. Even though he could have an absolutely roaring uh, temper and he could, he could, you know, completely take the air out of the room with one sheer disappointed look on his face. Um, his powerful energy came from the fact that he was actually, when it came down to it, a complete and safe energy. And he was all encompassing and he adored me as my biggest fan. And as a small child, having that energy around me, I was infallible. Like I, I knew what I wanted. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to put myself in front of other people. I, I wanted to be visible. I wanted to be, for lack of understanding, the only term I knew at the time was famous. Um, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to be on stage. I wanted to be a singer, a dancer, an actress. I, I was so sure my confidence was knocked through primary school because I was bullied horrendously and that's where the belief system got a real shake then high school absolutely obliterated me shortly after high school I got into a relationship or during high school got into a relationship that was rocky and that's a polite way of describing it um which also was entirely all-encompassing I was completely and utterly from cellular level all the way out into my electromagnetic field of six feet from my body, totally in love um, and lost myself in that love. And then my dad passed away at 21. And you can see the pattern where the belief was there, the core energy was there and it was a bright shining star inside of me and it dimmed and dimmed and dimmed with every life knock, with every life experience, these lessons that come to you that are actually there to serve you but you don't know that they're there to serve you and it's like it's like being given the gift of the ingredients of a meal and not knowing how to cook it, like if you give me raw chicken and vegetables, I might eat that and it will make me sick. But if you give me chicken, raw chicken and vegetables and I cook it, it's going to be a nutritious meal. There is a sweet balance to the things that affect us and how we consume them and how we take them in to ourselves, how we actually allow them in. Do we allow the lessons to be there and the positive experience to come through or do we allow them to poison us and they have the potential of doing both thin line between the two it's taken me years and years and years to recognize actually that essence that little girl essence and this is where a lot of my friends that work in inner child trauma they really do magic like you can't you can't even call it anything else it is pure magic because so often for us that's where we go back to we go back to that pure version of us that wasn't affected by the experiences and lessons that life has thrown at us so that we can tap back into that kind of clear pure energy who we really are who we've always been that's we've locked in a box in a box in a box in a box and tried to suppress because of fear because of lack of belief in ourselves and that can be a really big thing it's taken me years to get back to that and I'm still slowly rebuilding it I've had to smash it up like lego pieces and build it brick by brick and every single day conscious decision to allow for the bricks to be built in a way that supports my belief system because that belief system is what's going to carry me through the rest of my days on this planet however long that may be so if you haven't considered 
this as a focus for you as a person, for you as a CEO, for you as a parent or a friend or a daughter or, you know, a, a, you know, a niece, an auntie, whatever. Like if you've never considered this for the areas of your life that carry deep significance for you, please do. And let me know how that feels for you because sometimes that exploration can feel great and sometimes that exploration can feel a little bit scary. And remember, the trusting in yourself is part of the belief system. So also being able or feeling truly able to explore this in a deeper way also requires you to believe that you can. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and I will speak to you next time. If you're loving our pretty podcast, come on over to Social Pretties, our online safe house and sisterhood community. It's a safe space where female entrepreneurs connect and thrive in a warm, welcoming fold of pretty amazing women. You'll find an easy redirect in the description and I can't wait to see you in there. And depending on where you're listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe or follow so that you can be the first to know when our new podcasts come out.